after the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Hope you all had a great day. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. A uh, short week for us this week. We just got back in from a little getaway trip, so we only actually worked, uh, what, about three days this week. Uh, so we're all rested, relaxed, ready to keep rocking and rolling. But, hey, it's Friday. Well, uh, we were hoping for a better day today. Uh, didn't really get it in the markets, but we saw some very positive and very interesting things today. We'll cover that. Going to talk to you a little bit about coronavirus insanity, because what's happening right now is is truly the insanity part of it. And people are really waking, you know what, up to, to what's going on here. Uh, finally, you know, we're seeing a, a major awakening uh, with the truth, because the truth resonates, folks. You know what? It just does. Uh, we're a country of, I don't know, somewhat dull people from time to time. We can certainly say we've increasingly become a, a country of sheep. But, it, you know, when we reach a breaking point, we have this, uh, this like, uh, group awakening moment. And I think, I think we're having that right now because of the lies we've been told about these vaccines and what they're going to do for us versus what they're actually doing to us. Let's talk about the markets first, and we'll get to it. Again, some positive signs today, even with the Dow down 149 points, closing at 34,935. Again, we just had all-time highs, what, what was it, yesterday? So we're, uh, we're, we're in pretty good shape here. Uh, Amazon today was down over 7% on earnings miss. That really shocked the markets overnight. Overnight, NASDAQ futures were down a couple hundred points. We only closed down 100 points today in NASDAQ. Again, just coming off all-time highs. NASDAQ at 14,672. S&P 500 today also down about a half a percent, as was the Russell 2000. A 10-year yield. This is really continues to be what has people freaked out. I think more than anything are rates that continue to fall because it just spells lower growth. The tenure today back down to a 1.23%. Uh, it's just not going to go higher, folks. It's gravity. We covered it off and Tyler got into it yesterday. We, we, like to, uh, we like to cover this point a pretty fair amount because nobody else is. And it's just like it's the, it's the obvious thing staring us right in the face. Why would rates go up when they're negative in Europe, they're negative in Japan, and we're still got $120 billion a month a central bank buying in the U.S. By the way, there's even more central bank buying from the uh, ECB happening in Europe. <laughs> Their balance sheet's larger than ours, and they're technically buying more every month than even our own Fed is. So rates cannot go up in this environment. It really shouldn't be a mystery to anyone. Uh, but again, our, our forecast is that we'll see negative rates in the U.S. in the next uh, few years. Uh, but until then, it should not be a danger sign for the markets, right? This is, uh, this is a structural event. Has really nothing to do with the markets, although I will say Goldman Sachs came out this morning joining what we've been forecasting for much lower growth because this is like the uh, Obama economy. The Biden economy is manufactured, right? It's government heavy. It's, it's, it's QE heavy. It's stimulus heavy. And that crowds out the natural markets, the way the markets in a, in, a, in a free market system want to work. They, they're not allowed to work because the government's crowding everything out and they just don't get it. So Goldman Sachs, again, as we've been saying for some time, Goldman Sachs came out today and said, and this is actually pretty shocking, they've lowered their GDP growth forecast next year to 1.5 to 2%. 1.5 to 2%. That. Shouldn't be a mystery. That's back where, where we were with Obama, right? Obama was first president 
to never have a 2% GDP growth quarter over eight years. Trump gets elected, boom, economy explodes higher, right? Here we are back to Biden. I guess it shouldn't be that big a surprise. But the other thing they said that was interesting is that this has been Goldman Sachs. Um, they now don't believe there'll be a rate hike until 2024. That's what we've been saying as well. We actually don't think there's going to be a rate hike probably ever. Uh, we're just in a very, very different kind of economy now. It, it's Again, it's financially engineered by our masters of the universe, our financial masters of the universe. And uh, they break it, they buy it. They break it, they own it. That's what's happened here. Buyers of first and last resort. And we just had to start looking at things very, very differently. Uh, people that are uh, obsessed with these Fed meetings and Fed actions are going to be very disappointed because it's going to be a one-way street. It's going to be a one-way street of, of no rate hikes, actual rate cuts, negative rates here in the U.S. Again, this is the path that we're now on. But it also brings to mind what's going to happen in the markets, which is called TINA. There is no alternative. You must be in stocks. And, and again, real estate, Bitcoin, take it. Uh, you must be in a risk on asset or you're going to be left behind. Cash is trash, per, uh, period, plain and simple. Uh, miners, precious metals, you know, this is, these are the groups that are really going to make some money here for us. That's what we're focused anyway. We'll also cover something today that, again, got to talk about this coronavirus bullshit because if you've been with us for a long time, you know, we've never changed our tune. Not, not once. You know, Todd and I did our research back last spring. And while what we did miss, and we've, we fessed up to this often, is we did not see a 38% drop collapse in the markets happening in five weeks. Uh, in, uh, we just didn't see it coming. We, I, we just never believed it was possible. But of course, if you, if you look back on it, you see the trading volumes that happened, right? They started coming in late January and February. These were insiders selling. These were central banks. Central banks are the inside. They're the real insiders. They were the ones selling because they knew what was about to happen, right? And uh, I guess we, were, we had a blind spot to it, but you know what? Uh, it happened. And, you know, once you're into it, you're not about to sell because now you're looking to buy the bottom, buy the dip. And that's what we did. We were, we were big-time buyers about four days before the market bottom on March 23rd, but we certainly missed the big drop. But what we didn't miss and what we've been consistently right about is that this was the pandemic from the beginning. We've always had questions about this died with or from coronavirus. We've had questions about these PCR tests, which the CDC now, now says cannot be trusted and should not be used. I mean, they've disavowed everything that they said. Uh, the, the man himself, you know, the Fauci the fraud, has not been right once. He's been wrong, and he, he conflicts himself on every single thing. We all know this, right? So, fast forward to today. What did we learn today? What did we learn today? The CDC today released results of a, uh, of a, of a I guess, a study from a recent infection in Massachusetts. This is from today. <clears throat> Several hundred people were infected. And 70, as it turns out, 74% of these people that were infected had already been double vaccinated. They got vaccinated. 74%. Now, there have only been five hospitalizations, and that's the real story here, right? Hospitalizations and deaths are, deaths are just, they're minuscule. It's one out of 100,000 people now are dying. So this, coronavirus is over. It's over. Delta, Delta variant, smelta variant, it's over. It's all bullshit. 
Ignore that hype. The markets certainly know it's over with. But the Dems have to keep it going to rig the election, of course. But the point being, of the five people they had that were hospitalized, four of those were vaccinated. So now what we're learning, and this is, this is really what's gotten people, uh, people's feathers ruffled today, is people realize that, wait a minute, I got vaccinated to protect the people I care most about. I didn't want to get vaccinated, but you told me to get vaccinated to protect my parents and grandparents and those around us that might be in, in, in poor health with comorbidities, right? Or that were obese. We did it for others. That's what we were told to do. We did it. Now you're telling us that we're the super spreader because that's what's also coming out is that if you have been vaccinated, you can spread the virus likely even more than the unvaccinated. What does that tell you about the virus or the vaccine? It tells you these vaccines were always sketchy. We always knew they would be. We did. We just, look, when someone tries to force something down your throat, you know, especially when that someone is the government, we're here to help, your first inclination should be, wait, whoa, whoa, you're trying way too hard. It's like the guy asking a girl out, you know, that she keeps coming and coming and coming and saying, please take, let me go. This got me one. Please got me just once. There is zero chance that this girl is going to go out with you. You're trying way too hard. That's what governments have done. That's what this very politicized CDC has done with the lies they've told left and right. They're the little boy that cried wolf. Why would anybody ever trust them? This is real dangerous. We're in real danger territory, folks. All these climate change science, quote unquote, air quote, scientists, right, that have just lied to us left and right, been caught lying to us left and right about climate change disaster. It's just not happening, right? <laughs> no, we know it's not because the wealthier buying their uh, coastal properties as quickly as they can. You know, these properties are doubling in price about every three years now because of the wealthy. Uh, and now we have, again, scientists losing credibility, medical scientists, the CDC, the FDA, these vaccines losing credibility. This matters, right? This really matters to a country and the future of a country. If you can't trust certain experts, which historically you've been able to trust. Folks, this is uncharted territory. This is when bad things tend to, societies tend to break down. But again, the facts are the facts. We're learning them now. That's a very good thing. And, you know, the hope has to be that people will wake up and stop trusting people that aren't trustworthy, right? Uh, a, A government should not be trusted, period. You just can't trust government. Because they're not in business to be trusted. They're in business to rule. Smaller governments are always the answer. Whenever you have a big government, you are in trouble. History tells us that very clearly. Big government, country's in trouble. Uh, But again, our media is the big enemy, of course, spreading the lies, the tools of the deep state, the establishment, uh, which is why they're so untrustworthy today. Uh, But anyway, the, the point I'm making here with the Democrats is they know, they, you know, the word's been out now of the last 24 hours that we're going to have lockdowns. <clears throat> lockdowns are coming, according to White House officials, the second week of August. Now, red states are, are just laughing about this, right? Texas is not going to lock down. There's no way Texas is going to lock down. We will go to Austin and we will drag uh, wheels out of the Capitol, right? He will, uh, Abbott will not last. There'll be a true insurrection if Abbott tries to uh, lock us down again like he did 
last year. Not going to happen. Florida certainly not going to happen. A lot of red states were just laughing about this lockdown. Delta variant. Delta variant. When every uh, every uh, uh, mutation of a virus is less and less potent. Again, the CDC is lying to us. We see the facts of this now. We've seen it from the UK now over the last several weeks. Again, hospitalizations, deaths off the charts. Here are the facts that matter most, right? But the Dems have to keep this going because that's the only way they're going to rig the elections, the only way they're going to win the midterms. Otherwise, they're getting smoked. And that is our forecast. It has been for some time. Democrats will get smoked next year in the midterms. Republicans are taking back the House and they're taking back the Senate. And the difference being this time, we're actually getting America first Congress people elected. This is going to be a major change, a red pill moment for this country. And who knows, folks, we might wind up looking back at everything that's happened in the long run and say, you know what? We were red pilled. This actually turned out to be a good thing. We took our country back. That's what the hope is. I believe the majority feel this way because we certainly know one thing. Joe Biden did not get 81 million votes. What did he get? 60 million? Maybe. It was a complete blowout. We know this. It was a rigged job. And they got to rig it again. They got to do that by keeping the same uh, voting uh, uh, illegalities in place, mail-in voting, ballot harvesting. But they also really have to keep bribing people, don't they? The big bribe, the big psyop. They got to get more stimulus checks, extended unemployment. Eviction moratoriums, student loan payments, all this has to keep going so that the people, the sheeple, are reminded that the Dems are the party of free stuff forever. That's how they win. That's how they win. Can they pull it off? They got to do it with fear mongering. They got to do it with mass hysteria. That means the Delta variant. Folks, we just have to stay, you know, uh, in, in, in research mode and in, in, in spread the word mode. Okay. That's what this is really all about. Uh, we'd rather talk about investing all day long, trust me. But 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 sometimes you got to talk about things that drive the markets, and this is one of those things. we got to take our country back, or we're not going to have a country. Let's take a look under the hood today. Again, this was good. This was very, very good to see today. We've now had three days with internals that were much, much different personality-wise than they've been over the last month. The internals of the last month were horrendous. The saving grace for this market, Tyler covered this yesterday, has been that our leaders are leading, right? We're getting all-time high after all-time high. So it's really covered up the fact that most stocks have been declining. Again, the average stock, NASDAQ stock over the last three, four months is down 18%. 50, only 56% of stocks in the SP of 100 are above the 50-day moving average. So there's been damage done here. Underneath the surface, we'll call it a quiet correction, really. But the market, the broad markets have kept going up. That's a good thing. When leaders are leading, it's a very good thing as long as the internals began to improve. Because I've yet to see a market in my 36 years where the internals are bad and they stay bad, where you don't wind up having kind of a meltdown at some point. I'm talking about a washout, you know, not a 38% <laughs> five-week decline like the coronavirus insanity of March of last year, but I'm talking about a shakeout, you know, a 10% really good correction. But that's not happened, and now the internals are getting better. Look, market was down today. The internals weren't positive across the board, but check this out. NASDAQ, even with NASDAQ down 105 points, we had more stocks advancing than declining. That's, that is a pattern change. Again, even with NASDAQ down 105 points today, we had 128 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 95 hitting new 52-week lows. NYSE, even bigger. Again, Dow Jones down 150, right? 
we had 196 stocks hitting new 52-week highs in NYC to just 36 hitting new 52-week lows. So we had positives in, uh, up in, in, in new 52-week highs lows. We had positive volume in NASDAQ. And the rest of the numbers weren't great, but they also weren't two-to-one negative. So we're calling this a win today. That backs up Wednesdays and Thursdays trading. We saw the same thing. This is the pattern change for the internals. That's very important to the VRE investing system. We're going to take this week as a win. And by the way, uh, this month, we just wrapped up today. Uh, Happy August come Monday. This month marks six straight months that the S&P 500 has moved higher. Again, there's nothing negative about that. In our sector watch today, only four sectors finished higher, seven finished lower. Uh, to downside, consumer discretionary down 2.7%. That's Amazon. Uh, energy down 1.7%. Honestly, uh, oil was just kind of quiet today. Uh, uh, energy was up big this week. Uh, to the upside, uh, materials up 4 to 1%. Again, pretty quiet everywhere else. Uh, what else say? Commodity watch. We're at with this. Uh, gold today, giving back some of its gains. I never like seeing this. We're so bullish on this group. Gold today down $18 an ounce, still above $1,800, closing $1,812. Silver down $0.23 cents an ounce at $2,554. It is our favorite commodity at this point. Uh, physical silver is ready to explode higher. Copper uh, also ready to explode higher. Uh, today down $0.04 cents a pound at $4.47. Again, oil quiet, uh, basically unchanged at $73.72 a barrel. And finally, Bitcoin had a good day today at $1,300. Uh, trading it right now at 40,870, still below his 200 day moving average, but definitely uh, has been uh, putting up some better trading of late. Folks, with that, we always appreciate you joining us. Come and join us full time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close. <music>